Welcome back, everybody, or welcome back. Actually, it's our first uh, episode ever, Val. I just, I'm, I'm so far down the road in my head for this podcast that I'm like on, on uh, episode ten. But um, welcome, everybody. This is the Spokane Business Insider Podcast. I'm here with my uh, co-host and partner in crime, uh, Val Money. What's up, Val? Hey, Chris. I'm glad to be here doing this with you. And, I know. And we- doing it with everybody. It's fun. We've got some, um, I mean, I've got my eyes on some some amazing guests that we have coming in the future. I know you've got some people uh, that you're inviting to the podcast. And so um, I think one of the things I'm excited most about uh, with this podcast slash the Groundswell Collective community that we're, we're growing uh, is just the opportunity to begin to explore some elevated conversations about purpose and profits. Like where in the world um, can we begin to uh, get beyond the next funnel hacking and the next six and seven and eight figure promises. Like, let's start to have some real conversations um, locally here in Spokane. And I'm excited to do that. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, par- partly my motivation here is that in my past, I've been a part of really dynamic groups that created special relationships. Everybody was turned on, tuned in, and to put it in a negative way and to speak very broadly, mostly with the networking I found in Spokane is a little bit wanting. And yeah. I would love to be a part of a group where the conversation was elevated, where people were, again, turned on and tuned in and everybody was making money, not yeah. as a result of their superior sales skills, but as a result of collaboration and contribution. Yeah, I love that. I think that there's something my when I think about I've been in business for 20 years, when I think about the things that um the the most fun I have is when I'm in conversations or in in transactions either way with people who are thinking about life and business at a really high level. Like that just gets me going. I'm I'm fired up when I'm able to make those kind of connections. And I think the networking is better when you're in relationship with people who are thinking at a high level. Definitely. Yeah. What, so uh, maybe for the for those listening, we've got um, – I just want to explain a couple th- things that are happening, a couple moving parts. One is the Spokane Business Insider podcast, which is what this is. And it's the, the this podcast is designed to interview businesses in Spokane who are exploring uh, how to bring more purpose into their business. Right? I think sometimes we have purpose as this – extra piece. It's like, there's my business. And then there's what I do for purpose outside of that. But I think as you've seen with B corporations and other types of um, conscious capitalism, people are, people are finding ways to bring impact into the day-to-day operations of their business. And I'm, I'm interested in that for my own business, let alone how other people are doing it. So I think on one level, that's, that's one piece of this puzzle. The other piece is the groundswell collective um, which is a, a, a network um, of conscious business people who are continuing looking to ex- explore and expand their their impact in the world. And um, the the collective will host events. You and I have an event coming up in December called Purpose and Profits. Um, and we'll have other events as well. But um, those are, at this point, those are kind of the two moving parts here. We've got the podcast and then we've got the Groundswell Collective. What, um, tell me from your perspective, Val, what like... Um, just what, what you're fired up about or what you're excited about with either of those or both of those? Well, there's 
a variety of reasons and a variety of things that have me be excited about the multi-prong approach we have going here. I guess what comes to the top of my mind is, as the editor of the Huckleberry Press newspaper, I have focused on stories about people who make a difference in the local community. And that has been inspiring and fulfilling work for sure. But now with Groundswell Collective, I'm able to bring those people together or we are able to bring those people together and create a network and a community of people who are up to that extra something that makes a difference in the community. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I feel like so many times, um, but you had mentioned your experience with networking. I feel like my experience with networking is, is, has been either, and I'm not, this is a broad stroke. So those of you listening, you know, if you have really great in, interactive events, this oh, yeah. obviously isn't about you. My experience though, with most networking, and this is national, by the way, most of my clients that I've dealt with are national, not local. And I hear the same thing, which is most networking feels like, <laughs> to put it crassly, like a meat market, you know, like you show up and people are jamming their business card in your face, or there's some kind of, it's very transactional looking for leads, or it can be very surfacey where it's like, because you don't know people, you're trying to find common ground on the surface and it turns into small talk. And I just don't do well with small talk. I'm not a small talk guy. And I think when I picture the Groundswell Collective, I picture this as a place where the culture of of it, of our events, of our network, is that there is deep conversation from the go from go. Like we don't have to dance around small conversations in order to build rapport. I think the best rapport is created the minute you can jump in the deep end with the things that fire you up about life and business. Yeah. I'm probably just restating what you just said, but again, to speak broadly, because I have had some really phenomenal networking experiences. Um, I mean, I've been networking, I've been attending networking groups since 2003, and I have relationships from that very first networking group I uh, was in. Yeah. So I have had some really phenomenal experiences, but speaking broadly, Mostly the focus of networking for people is, am I going to get a sale or not? And yeah. so they go into the room and they're thinking, I'm here to get a lead. I'm here to get a sale. And if they actually go into the room and manage to get a sale, then mission accomplished and they walk away feeling fantastic. But what I found mostly happens is people go into the room and they've got sales on the brain. And if they don't get a sale, they walk away feeling dissatisfied. And then where their head goes is, what could I have said differently? I'm not good enough. I should have said something different than what I said. Uh, those people aren't really for me, I guess, because I didn't get a sale from them. There's all this noise based on whether or not I got a sale. But what I've learned is that when you can walk into a room and Certainly, I have a brain cell reserved for getting a sale. I'm not, <laughs> right. you right. know, it's in the back of my mind. But what I have it, what I have in the front of my mind is how can I have fun in the moment? And most of the fun I get is from contributing to other 
people. And I found that when the conversation surrounds contribution, what happens is people show up in a very different way. They're out of their head. They identify opportunities to make a real difference with other people. And everyone walks away feeling, oh, I don't know, fulfilled, enlightened, yeah. <laughs> like their time, like their time really meant something. And so that that's the kind of conversation I would like to sculpt here in Spokane. And that that's what I think we're doing here with together with you and the Groundswell Collective. Yeah. That's well said. Yeah, it's so good. I just I think there's a I think there's a place for um when you are coming together to have that inspiration, that um, you know, enlightenment, the the whole thing that the kind of relationships that get created um are deeper. If that's if that's the place we start, then it takes so much less time to get deeper. You know, um I think to put this in context, if if I showed up when I've showed up to networking events, I'm not one to throw myself into someone else's conversation, right? I'm not going to walk into a, yeah. a circle and say, hey, everybody in the circle, this is who I am. I, you should really know who I am and this is what I do. So I sit back and I observe the room and I wait for people to come to me because I'm not going to, I'm not going to in, in, interrupt or insert myself into someone's energy bubble. And I think that's the downfall of networking is it's like, unless you're doing that, how do you get a conversation started? So for example, with our, our um, purpose and profits event in December, I picture structured networking where there is a prompt for the networking. So when you show up and you get your name tag, um, I think the, the prompt I've thrown out and you and I can keep talking about this if we want to change it. But, you know, if you just asked a question like, what are you passionate about? And that was everybody's prompt. So you don't feel weird saying to someone, what are you passionate about when everybody else is talking surface talk, right? Like in a normal event. If everybody has the same prompt, what are you passionate about? All of a sudden, we're able to start to open up and and drop our mask. You know, the mask we wear so that we don't, you know, uh, be the weird one in the room. The mask we wear can just fall off and everybody's engaging in the same kind of conversation. And it takes a little vulnerability it takes a, a little willingness to share more than just, oh, I'm passionate about the weather. I'm passionate about the Seahawks. I'm passionate about, you know, it, if you could just go a little deeper, quicker, set the tone, then others will follow. And I think that's what I'm wanting to create a, 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 a precedent for. So when you come to these events, you when you come to the Groundswell Collective, you know you're going to have a real connection. Right on, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, what we're talking about here is not rocket science. It has been well proven that people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. But what we typically present isn't the mm. most knowable, likable, or trustworthy part of ourselves. Mm. Good. N- not necessarily. So uh, I love that we're going to have structure and prompt and certainly... People will have plenty of free time. It's not like we're going to be the Gestapo here. <laughs> people, <laughs> people can just talk. But uh, I just have found it useful to have some structure. And one of my models for this, and maybe this will throw us off track, but one of my models for this is a guy from Seattle named Thatch Nguyen. He came over as a Vietnamese refugee and set himself up as a 
I think it's safe to say multi-million dollar real estate investor, uh, agent and developer. And he does all kinds of personal growth and personal and professional development training. Anyway, he yeah. had networking events and the, the focus of the networking events was contribution. Mm. And why I know that works is because his events would range from a few dozen people to a few thousand people. Mm. And those events, the energy was electric. People were absolutely, as I said, turned on and, and, and they would do a little bit of facilitating in the meetings to get people into a contribution frame of mind and people would walk away like practically winning the lottery sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was so exciting and it was a whole nother take on what networking can be. So yeah. uh, I, I know, I know in my bones that what we're talking about here is, is producing results. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two uh, two thoughts on that. One, um, and I think when we when we lead with um, substance, when we lead with, um, hey, this is about making a real connection, a deeper connection, um, being transparent, vulnerable. Um, the network makes the networking better, right? Like that. There, yeah. ultimately, this isn't just like, hey, come to the event and see if you can get a lead. This is about finding those like us. <coughs> Excuse me. Seth Godin has a, I love Seth Godin. He has a saying, um, people like us do things like this. People like us do things like this. And, you know, I loved his book, Tribes. And I think um, as I've gotten older in business, I just, I realized like for me, it's about the right people. If I can find the right people, there's a, a, a quicker connection, quicker trust. But sometimes the environment has to be right or, or the, the topic, the, the precedent has to be right. So if, in other words, I'm a deep, I'm a deep soul. I'm a deep person. And I would go to other networking events and I would leave that part of me behind because I didn't know if it would be accepted. I didn't know who was in the room. But if I know that in this purpose and profits event, we're talking about purpose. My hope is that who it attracts are those who want to talk about purpose. And now you already, now we're setting a precedent and an energy in a room that is like, okay, people like us talk about purpose. So now, you know, there's a reputation for groundswell events being about the very thing that matters to you. Right on. So you come to one event and you'll know whether this is a good fit for you or not. Yeah, right on. The second thing I wanted to, oh, go ahead. Your turn. Well, I was just going to say too, I think uh, another thought that occurred to me as we were planning this event was just that um, a lot of times introverts think, I don't want to go to a networking event. You know, I'll be exhausted, which may be true. But I think when, what I also think is true for introverts, my wife is an introvert. Um, I've come, I used to be way extroverted. I think I'm kind of an ambivert now I'm in the middle, but I think that part of what's exhausting for introverts in a networking situation is um, having to try to find a a lane for a conversation that actually matters instead of just always chatter, chatter, chatter. It's, it's the constant stimuli of chatter. That's exhausting for an introvert, but introverts are really good at one-on-one conversations and having something meaningful. And I think that type of an experience can be, can fill you up 
rather than deplete you. So if the energy in the room is, or the precedent in the room is, we're talking about things here that are authentic and that matter to each of us, I think this network and networking becomes a, a good place for introverts as well as extroverts. I just wanted to add that in there because I realize like sometimes introverts don't want to come to networking events. I get a lot of feedback for knowing people and being well connected and the, and people assume that I'm a wild extrovert <laughs> and I don't know where that comes from, but really I'm a total wallflower. When I go, go to a room full of people, I wallflower and, and, and I just watch, how do I say it? I, I just watch how people are interacting and try to get a feel for how the energy in the room is moving before I even engage. Mm -hmm. And invariably people have to come up to me to get me out of my shell. So I will actually talk to them. I never walk up to somebody, reach out my hand, hand in the business card and say, my name's Val Moni. What's your name? I don't do that. Yeah. And so for me, it really helps having some structure and form to move into. And then the pressure is off. And, you know, once I once I get that little extra permission, I'll, I'll talk your leg off. But <laughs> I, I feel like I'm sensitive to the challenges that introverts have. And th there's another aspect to what we're doing with the Groundswell Collective, or at least as I see it is training and development. So as much as there is networking, there is also an aspect of training and development. And so we're going to help pull people forward with their permission for sure. And that excites me as much as anything because I've taken a lot of seminars over the years and so often I have to translate what is happening in that seminar into my professional experience. Yep. And so now what I see that we're setting up is training and development that is completely specific to the professional experience of people trying to build a business, trying to build a community, trying to have more purpose in their lives and certainly more profit. So I think that it's going to all gel together and people are yep. going to be left with a feeling of, well, I already use this word, but being fulfilled, being empowered, being connected, and yeah. being able to contribute even more than they already are, but from not from a place of trying to get from point A to point B, but from a place of just really generating things that yeah. make a material difference in the lives of others. Yeah, that's what's so great about that too is the, I, I'm you know, again, like I said, 20 years in business, I'm a little bit of a rebel at heart. And I, um, I've, I've spent a lot, a lot of time and money in the personal development space, just on my own journey, right. My own lessons in life and what I'm learning, what I'm investing in. And I've, I've gotten tired of, um, the pedestals, uh, that are out there in the world, right? Like, uh, in other words, uh, I used to look for the ones who had all the success so that they could teach me what I was supposed to know. And yeah. what I'm tired of now is everybody's fronting and posturing as if they're trying to be some, you know, more bigger than they are or 
some know-it-all or something. And I, I think what I've come to respect and appreciate is um, the, the humanness we all have and are. I'm a human, you're a human. Nobody has this thing figured out, right? There are some, there are some who have some particular results, but the attitude that I'm no better than you, in the words of Ram Das, we're all just walking each other home, right? You're going to learn your lessons. I'm going to learn my lessons. And, and from that place, you and I, what I love that we're doing is we're, we're curating an experience for you, the listener, you, the attendee, you, the person to find your own answer. This isn't Chris has your answer. Val has your answer or whatever guest we bring to speak that night has your answer. This is about being in a conversation for the question. And what am I, what are you noticing and what are you hearing and how can you, what is bring that to your purpose and your, and your profits, but, but stop looking for someone to save you. Stop looking for someone to have all the answers or the big resume or all the money. And, and acknowledge the value and wisdom that comes from those who are willing to share their experience and the wisdom that you have from your own experience, you know? I totally love that. I, I, I well, what I see right now is in our culture, we have this thing called social media and the way one way to win is social media is to be an influencer. So I think that in the national dialogue, there's this big push towards being an influencer and saying influential things on social media and posting memes and whatnot that have influence. <laughs> and I think the focus is off. Yeah. It's it's about being it's about being authentic and to, to completely back up what you're saying. It's about knowing for your own self what is true, and leaning into that. And what I love what we're doing with Groundswell Collective is we're bringing in people who know their own truth and are able to speak from that place. And in that way, I'm sure it's going to influence people to lean into their own truth. And, uh, and I love what you said about, you know, you know, your truth. I know my truth and we can walk each other home. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's pretty rare. Like I just haven't, because we're in a, uh, business has been historically competitive, um, and, and, um, comparative that we're, com we're comparing ourselves often to, who has more answers, who has more success. And let me see if I can catch up to them. One of the things I've really uh, felt and learned the last year or two has been the magic of emergence. Like when the, the entire mm, personal growth thing, or let's put it into business, success in business is based on my ability to copy your model. That's what Russell Brunson would call funnel hacking, right? Find a Find something that works and copy it. That's what funnel hacking is. If you could, uh, but, but all that does is catch me up to where you are. And then some, and then I have the next goal I want. So I find someone else who has that and I funnel hack what they did to get where they are. And the problem with that is, is it, it only ever gets me caught up to where you are. It never pioneers or explodes, explores what's next for me. So my entire growth trajectory is based on somebody who, who's gone somewhere I want to go, but but some ways that distracts you from your own calling, from your own purpose. 
Nobody has your specific purpose and nobody has gone specifically where you are called to go. And that's the difference between funnel hacking and copying people versus being in an in, being in an inquiry for what is my life for? How can I use my business to further my purpose? And then being in the emergent conversation with others who are asking the same questions and getting their own answers. That's a different, there's just not a lot of places you can experience that. Right on. I, I love what you're laying down there. <laughs> I think, I think that, well, you can delete this later if you don't like what I have to say, but <laughs> I, I just think that on one level, people are used to circumstances where they don't really have to show up. They don't really have to generate. Yeah. And I, I hate to say it, but I just feel like a lot of people are okay with walking away from an experience being left half dead. Sure. And I'm like, how awesome do we want to stand it? You know, what, what, if we're going to get together, let's go for the awesomeness thing where, where it's electric and people are synergizing and laughing and walking away feeling like they're they're on top of the world i i want it to be amazing what what when we have an event and i when i'm when i'm done leading a meeting i like to see the meeting chatter at the end of a event be high i don't want people to be able to hear themselves think because they're so turned on and, and talking to each other does that you, you get what i'm saying yeah and so I just wanted to put in the word awesomeness. <laughs> I, I see that we have an opportunity to create something that has really an awesomeness about it. And specific to Spokane, I've been doing a lot of, as an editor of the Huckberry Press, I've been doing a lot of networking. And, there, and I've been telling stories about people who make a difference. So what I'm getting at is, there are so many people in the region who are truly amazing and up to something. And A, we can put those people in a room together. B, if you are getting this podcast, you are one of those people. You you are, I'm just going to say the universe is having you resonate with the mission on one, one way or another. And yeah. let me start over. If if you're sitting listening to this podcast, it's no accident. Something is calling you forward, and I know that it's the awesomeness of the Groundswell Collective that is touching you. I love that. So good. Yes. Yeah, man. People like us do things like this. I think that's what makes it work. You know, yes, the whole exactly. The whole thing about uh I was just thinking like the whole thing about you've got people who are willing to make a difference, right? In the interviews you've been doing for the Huckleberry Press, you, you're, you know, there are people who are doing those kinds of things. And then there's like, historically there's networking and those two things have been separate, somebody with purpose and then networking events. And it, it's like, where do we have the event that has the people who want to make it an impact and a difference? Can we get them together? That's, that's to me where I think the magic happens. And 
uh, I used to call, I mean, I, I still affectionately refer to this in my own head in my journal as, as business church, um, simply because there are places you can go spiritually or energetically to be inspired, even in your own personal development. That's a place you can go and be inspired as a person and a soul. And then there's places you can go to get business training and business insights and strategies and whatever. And those two things have forever been so separate. But inside of an event like, or events like I think you and I are intending here is that there's, there is ap- applicable strategy, tactics, business wisdom mixed with, you know, awesomeness and being fired up and turned on and, and left inspired from the event. I mean, it just, it's both of those. And people like us value things like that. People like us want to go to events like that. And people like us don't want to go to events that don't feel like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's why I stopped going to networking events so long ago. Cause I'm like, it's not my jam, but this is my jam. The thing you and I are talking about, this fires me up. So where does that leave us? <laughs> fired up, I, I guess. Yeah. At least I'm fired up. I'm, I'm helping host the event and it, the conversation has me want to sign up. Uh, I'm thinking maybe we should chat for a moment about Rob Henry, our speaker for the Profit and Purpose event. Yeah. And just just give people a, a brief window into what he's about. Yeah. So if you're listening to this before December 14th, um, you know, our, our event is on the 14th of December, 2023. And um, our guest speaker that night is Rob Henry. He is the owner of Haven Real Estate. Um, I met Rob years ago. I, I was the CEO for Keller Williams in Spokane for five years and um, had uh, recruited Rob and um, his wife at the time to Keller Williams and uh, just really built a friendship with him over time. Rob's the kind of guy that he's got your back. If you're his friend, he's got your back. And um, his work ethic is incredible. His He's very smart. Like he's done a great job in business with um, the technology of things. Like he understands the trends and how, how things work. He's great at advertising. He's, and then he's, I I really respect him for the leader that he is. Like he really wants to make an impact in the people that work for him. And um, I love that. So he's got, and he's got an amazing story, which I won't let that out of the bag here, but you'll have to come because I'm sure he'll share some of his story, but like his, his story of his transformational story is unreal, but um, and the other, the other thing I would add, and then I'm curious to hear what you think about it, but the style of, of him as a speaker that night will be a more, um, Rob and myself sitting in a chair, having a conversation than it is, you know, a bunch of PowerPoint slides and Rob teaching something that way. Like this is going to be an opportunity for us to check in with, you know, what were his successes? What were his failures? Like what, like what's really, what's really worked for him and a chance to interact with him that way. So I'm excited for that, that format, that style um, in our event as well. So any, anything on your side, I know that you uh, know, Rob, what fires you up about Rob speaking? I want to know Rob better. And what I see relevant to this event is the name of the event is purpose and profits. And from everything that I get from Rob Henry, he has integrated purpose and profits 
maybe I could say he's vertically integrated those things all the way through his business, his uh, social media, I notice is very purposeful. I, I, I mean, he's unlocked the code and I have a lot of respect for that. It's, I love watching how people, how different people combine purpose and profits differently. Like everybody's going to do it differently. And I love how, I just love watching it. So it's, it, I think it's fun um, and an honor to be able to ask people. I know we have some other um, guests planned for future events that are already this way as well, who think from a place of integrating vertically purpose and profits in their business. And so it's just really fun to see how people do it differently. So I'm excited for that uh, on December 14th. This is our inaugural event, Val. This is like our first, it's our first go. And it's at First Avenue Coffee in downtown Spokane. And Doyle Wheeler is the owner of First Avenue Coffee. And he is graciously allowing us to occupy his space I mean, they're opening the space specifically for us, which yeah. is completely great. And for that matter, Doyle Wheeler is another one who's got purpose and profit in, yeah. in the zone. Yeah. So on every level, I think there's well, – well, what I have to say is Groundswell Collective is in its embryonic stage. I mean, you're the one that started it. We've been talking about it. And I've been wrapping my head around everything that you represent and everything that you do. And I'm loving what I see so far. Uh, but, you know, pretty much everyone I've invited has said yes and registered. And I don't even know what it is exactly we're saying, but something is resonating with people. And the feedback... But, but, Considering how embryonic we are, the feedback that we've been getting is pretty remarkable. So I like to think that we're hitting the hitting it at exactly the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I know for myself, this has been, and this might be a podcast episode for another time, but it's the bottom, the short, short version is this has been um, incubating in me for years. And, you know, my own journey of, is it the right time or second guess, second guessing myself or, you know, feeling like I'm not ready yet. And um, this has been a long time coming for me. And um, I, one of the things I appreciate so much about partnering in it with you is that it's um, there's something that's valuable when someone outside yourself can reflect back to you um, what they see. You've done that for me. You've reflected back to me things that have uh, sound inspiring to you about this or think. And sometimes that, I mean, now I feel like we're just getting to a whole other conversation, but I feel like for those of us who have purpose, um, my experience for 20 years in business, I've been in business 23 years, 20 years of business has been, I, I've mostly done it alone. Yeah. Mostly done it alone. Most sometimes because I don't think people would get it. I didn't think others would get what I'm trying to say. Sometimes because I didn't get what I was trying to say, right? Like I could feel it. I could feel something, but I didn't have words for it or I couldn't form a vision around it. And I don't think that's uncommon for people who have purpose, who are like, there's something more than the transaction here and I can't put words to it. And I'm a little scared to invest in it because it's embryonic. It's 
it's not proven and there's no book I can buy that tells me how to execute the thing I'm feeling in my gut to do. I can read a book that gives me a piece of it, but then I go try to implement that and it's not the thing. It's not the full fullness of the thing that I'm feeling. And I think there needs to be a space to have that conversation as people in business that value purpose. And to me, that's what this is. The Groundswell Collective is a place locally in Spokane, but it's also going to be national where there is a, a, a people like us do things like this. And we have an opportunity to check in with one another through events and through our our weekly networking uh, meetings. We have an opportunity to find to to really hear from others on the path that we're on. So thank I, I appreciate you for um, reflecting back to me what you see in it. It's definitely um, makes it more exciting, more fun to do it with others than it is to do it alone. Indeed. 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 And that's the power of walking each other home. Yeah. Like those of you listening to this, if you have a purpose that is bigger than yourself, even a purpose that's bigger than your lifetime, maybe to do it with others, to find your people and to stay in, in the conversation that I remember Val, you and I have some, some background with landmark education. You know, the, I always loved that distinction about the possibility lives in the conversation. You know, when you, you see something possible for the world, for your life, for your family, whatever, there's a a purpose that's possible, but the possibility lives in the conversation. And the minute the conversation dies, the possibility dies. If you stop talking about it, if you stop cultivating it, which it's hard to constantly cultivate it when it's just you in a journal. There's extra energy, that extra juice you get when you have the conversation of what's possible with other people who also want to see something like that as possible. And I just think most of us are doing our purpose stuff on our own. And I think most of us, because most of us think we'd be, people would think we're crazy if we told them what we're actually thinking. But if we could actually begin to come together, there'd be some extra juice to the purpose, the energy of what it is we're trying to create in the world. What were you going to say? Sorry. Well, first of all, once again, I love everything you're laying down. And second of all, I would wish for everybody that they could have the experience of A, having a purpose for one, and for two, seeing that purpose take on a life of its own and start to live and breathe in other people. I've had that experience myself. And it is unlike any other thing when you start to see your purpose take on its own life, start to breathe on its own. And then in particular, when you see people take it on, take on your purpose for themselves and bring their whole life to it, that if we can have that as a result of our purpose and profit events of the Groundswell Collective uh you know in its entirety then that would be exhibit a of what i would find most fulfilling is to see people have a purpose and have that purpose come alive yeah so good that's perfect well i think that's a great place to end i think that's a perfect place to put a pin in it okay i mean unless you unless there's more you want to say about it 
we've covered some great ground in this in this particular episode. I mean, really, every time I launch a, I had a podcast agency uh, several years ago, ran that for a couple of years, and you know, every time you have an origin story in the first episode, it's just fun to kind of lay out, you know, what what the vision is and what we're doing. And I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in this conversation and. I look forward to having future um, episodes with guests. I also look forward to you and I just coming back to to do our own, you, you know, I podcast episodes where we can kind of riff on what's unfolding and emerging um, as we're incubating this whole collective, you know? Right on. Well, I, did I do a good job? I feel like I kind of rambled. <laughs> <laughs> I rambled my way through. No, you did a perfect job. And I, those of you listening, like, this is it, isn't it? Like the whole thing is about sticking with, um, I feel like when people, when it comes to content, uh, I think what will change the world is people sharing their message, sharing what life has taught them. Don't just share what you sell, right? Don't share what life is teaching you because when, when more of us begin to share what life is teaching us, it raises the vibration. It raises the energy of what's going through our social channels, you know? Uh, and I, I think you and I did uh, a great job of sharing that. And that's the power of just, just talk, just have a conversation in your content and see what come, let the message develop, let your truth come out, put your mask down, let your truth come out and use that for your content, which is all we've done today. So home run Val home run. Those of you listening, thanks for being here. Uh, make sure to check out our event on December 14th. You can go to, uh, mygroundswell.com, my, my groundswell.com forward slash Spokane. And you'll see the event page there. It's a free event. You can register. Uh, make sure you register because we want to, we want a head count. Um, and, uh, and, uh, stay tuned for future episodes of the podcast. All right. Until next time, Val. See ya. Be well. Thank you, Chris. <laughs>